Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast, talking uncommon sense about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring, teaching, and coaching business. As of today, we're still deep locked down in the COVID-19 pandemic. That's the big issue confronting every single one of us, and it doesn't matter whether you think it's bogus or whether you think it's real, we're stuck with it. And while the government seem content to commit economic suicide, uh, we have to make it happen for ourselves. Because, let's face it, there's no end in sight to this at the moment, and nobody's coming to the rescue. One of the things I notice as I look around is that society is fragmenting as people are turned against one another, spying on each other and observing one another. It's very, very sinister in my opinion. It's pretty darn bleak out there. But I don't know if you can hear me tapping my forehead. The question for me is, how is it in here? How are you coping? How are you coping with being more or less imprisoned in your own home? Well, it can be pretty tough. I know that Christmas always spikes domestic violence, divorces and separations. They all peak over the Christmas holiday period when people are confined. Stresses are exacerbated. Divisions are reinforced and the pressure builds. A lot of people break up, certainly from our property businesses. I know that rental demand goes up in January and February as people finally decide they can't live with each other. So we're all being stressed, I think, by the circumstances. And when you add to that the disastrous policies that have been put in place by the government of torpedoed businesses, dynamited jobs, and put many, many people's life plans in jeopardy for political ends, then it's just a powder keg waiting to go off. And there are just impacts across every aspect of your life. The business stuff we'll come to in a moment. We know it's tough. But what I really want to talk about today is health and well-being. The health impacts of being banged up in your own home are horrible. We're being compelled to more or less pursue an even more sedentary lifestyle than we had before. Now, I think for a lot of people, that's going to result in weight gain and all the attendant health issues that run along with it. So we're looking at this, you know, obesity syndrome, if you like, that's just, I think, going to ratchet up and ratchet up. It's obviously been amplified and multiplied by the restriction of free movement and closure of gyms, the effect on exercise regimes. And this is awful. So I think we have to really stay on top of it for ourselves and go beyond the physical, look at our mental health. Now... As you probably gathered, I'm normally an insanely positive person. But, you know, in the last few weeks, there have been moments when I've really felt... <sighs> like tumbleweed, you know, like that. 
So I think it's incumbent on us all to take defensive action now to to bolster up our mental defences against the... I almost said something very rude there. The situation that's been foisted on us. So what I'm going to suggest is initially the best defence that I've found is just have a plan for every single day. This is awesome. If you have a plan, you automatically have a sense of some kind of control and usually you'll then have a reason to get out of bed building your plan forces you to imagine having a good day and then looking at your plan and going into action on it actually compels you to start to live up to your vision of what that good day could actually look like if you don't have a plan then it's it's groundhog day isn't it it's the same thing over and over and over again and just having that plan will help you to avoid feeling that your life has just become a waiting room, waiting for something to happen. The next thing is move more. You've got to keep moving, guys. The body is not designed to sit still. That's not how we are. If you're teaching online as I am and it's full time, schedule your breaks, take your breaks and move in them. Don't just have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea and do something with your stretch bands. Step, walk up and down the stairs a few times. Um, I use my dumbbells. They're parked out in a place where I can get at them all the time. And I'll also get on my wooden dummy and do my Wing Chun exercises. Working from a, a crib sheet pinned to the board behind it so that I can keep moving towards my next grade in that martial art. So I'm keeping on top of those things. Now, the next thing for me is the tendency to sit down and want to watch films. So I've moved my spin bike from where it normally is and slapped it right in front of a big monitor screen. Now, if I want to watch a film, I'll watch it from the saddle of my bike. So if I'm watching a feature film and it's a couple of hours long, I'm going to get probably... 45 50 miles in on the bike at a reasonable resistance and get a decent workout at the same time as i'm indulging my penchant for watching the odd movie and the very next thing that i can do even between sessions while i'm just cross crossing over and meetings are loading things is i can do stretches and i can do isotonic contractions by moving one muscle against another so it's a static movement, but it's stretching the muscles. It, all the time, that's stimulating my metabolism. And finally, of course, try and get out the house and move every day, even if it's three o'clock in the morning, like it often is for me, because I'm at least 51% vampire. Get out of the house, take the fresh air in. If you can do it early in the morning, brilliant. Something that I heard last week was, the morning breeze has secrets to share with you. And I think that is so true. For me, the small hours have secrets to share with me. And of course, I love watching the stars. So mental health and physical health are interlinked. Now, relationships, they're going to come under stress. Now, I'm not an expert in this. I do live in my own space. And I'm happy about that. But I think if I was sharing the house with someone else there would probably be some stresses, some cracks opening up. 
I think in that situation, it's going to be important to keep talking in my role as NLP practitioner and coach and hypnotist for that matter. I know it's important to keep the communication channels open. I speak to my son every day. Obviously, he's 17. He's not going to pick the phone up every day, but I call him every day. I stay in touch. It's vitally important we all keep talking. If we've got some bad or unhelpful relationships to be eliminated from your life, this might be a good time to just let them wither away. I think we don't have to answer the phone every time it rings, and we certainly don't have to respond to that person who always messages you every single time they have a brain fart. Sometimes you can just let silence do the work for you. One of the things that's, that's really popular at the moment is video calls. Do your video calls. They're free. They're cheap. Use Zoom or FaceTime or some other platform. Use them. Keep talking to the people who matter. We can use remote delivery services to send a gift. Send flowers even. If we can't be there in person, we can let people know that we're thinking about them. And when we're around other people, I think it's perfectly legitimate to ask and agree to, to us having time to be left alone if needed, where we can decompress and process our own thoughts. If we're cooped up in the same space, it's very easy for that to become overbearing. So if you can escape, get outside in the garden, go sit in the garage or the shed if you're a bloke. I know it's a stereotype, but hey, I'm a bloke and that's a stereotype. You know, spend a little time away from each other and agree not to disturb one another. And my last words on the whole relationship things is this. Instantly remove yourself from any unacceptable situation. Get away if things turn nasty or violent. Trust me on this. The certainty of a beating is way riskier than the chance of catching a flu-like virus. If you don't feel safe, get out. Let's leave that there. The next thing we can do to stay in control and stay healthy is check your food consumption. Um, I have a simple technique for doing this, and it's I have a pre-printed shopping list with only healthy foods on there. It's just a little Excel tick sheet of all the things I need and I want. It's printed and it hangs in the kitchen. When I run out of something or I decide I need it, I just put a tick in the box. And then when I finally do shop, I buy only what's on the list. And I don't kid myself. It's only a chocolate bar or it's only a cake or it's only cheese. And I certainly don't tell myself I'm, I'm OK because it's comfort eating. That's just BS justification and excuses. So don't do it. Just buy what's on the list. For me, this was a real game changer. The next thing I always do is batch cook. I live by myself, but I'll frequently make a big pots of curry or risotto or some kind of Italian bolognese or some other sauce thing. And that'll be enough for 15 meals. So I put it into little plastic tubs and freeze it. Believe me, you have time to cook. If you're not spending all that time commuting to and from work, you have time to cook. You have time to take care of your health. 
And let's face it, guys, it's now easier than ever to get healthy because it's easier to get healthy food than it is to go and get a crappy Big Mac. That's awesome, isn't it? So food, everything is a reflection of your diet. You know the old saying, you are what you eat? Absolutely true. Take care of your food and your food will take care of you. The next thing is check and change your habits. It's actually easier when your environment and your routines are disrupted because you're not having the triggering effects of locations and regular behaviours. It's a great time now to stop and build new habits for yourself, to eliminate your old unhelpful habits and to consistently monitor and tweak what it is you do. The fastest way to build a habit that you want is to link it to something you're already doing. So for me, I love my espressos. In fact, I have one right here now. And when the espresso machine is grinding the beans and making it for me, I'll run the basic forms of my Wing Chun martial art. So I'm, every time I have an espresso, I'm doing my basic Sunim Tao exercises. So I'm probably doing that between five and ten times a day, depending on how wired I am on how many coffees I've consumed. So because that's now tagged together, every time the coffee machine button gets pressed, boom, I'm into my routine. If I want to eliminate old habits, I will remove whatever it is that triggers that habit. So I had a bit of a chocolate fixation a while back and I found the easiest way to get around that was to buy chocolate that was very, very dark, sort of 85% cocoa, very bitter. And to be honest, I don't like the taste of it very much, but it is chocolate. And it lives in the annex to the house. So if I want chocolate, I have to put on my shoes, go out the house, walk across the annex, open the door, root around in the cupboard, find it and bring it back over here. So I'm just putting up barriers to my own stupidity. And then finally then, guys, let's have a quick think about the business and the work side of things, because it's for me, it's all about momentum and control. Work on your business every day. As I'm recording this, I've just come off air from being live on the BBC, who contacted me again, and they've booked me to go on again in a couple of weeks' time as, as their cool seat expert to talk about guitar teaching. But I've been on my desk working now for four hours this morning, so contacting students, scheduling online sessions, checking payments, doing the books, marketing and talking about what I do, reaching out. I'm working in it and on it. Working in the business is time that I'm going to get paid for. It's the day-to-day -day stuff. Working on it is the developing the future of the business to shape it. At the moment, my focus is maintaining and developing cash flow. Uh, in the business world, we say that cash is king. I think it's vitally important you remember that. Keep generating cash. Don't bleed your cash away. Whilst we're all in this state where some of our normal activities are shut down, it's a great opportunity to add new streams of income to what we do. Passive income is better. So if you've got a book, a course, some kind of service, a product, a learning tool, some IP, some music, etc., 
work on it now get it out there market the crap out of it because you'll probably never get as good an opportunity to pivot and develop your business as you have right now now the very next thing i really want you to do is every single day learn something learn voraciously and insatiably so it's reading for me it's podcasts it's getting on webinars it's listening to audiobooks it's watching educational videos it's skilling up because the more you learn the more you earn one of the things that i do know and particularly in the current situation is if you only have one single skill you are at risk because the minute that skill is available elsewhere at a lower price you're in grave grave danger so for me it's been hypnosis it's been coaching it's been nlp it's been biomechanics it's been a whole raft of things around being a guitar teacher that have allowed me to stay busy i'm not doing my 50 hours a week like i would normally do teaching face to face but I'm getting 75% in and that's still a good, good living. Meantime, I'm taking care of my property and growing the portfolio in the background. I spent a lot of money getting educated in property, money well spent. If you want to talk to me about that, get in touch via neilcamado.com and I'll be more than happy to talk to you about that and my path into it and recommend you to some resources. So it's the time now, guys, to think about what we're doing. Maybe we've got to pivot. Maybe you want to change career. Maybe you want to change your job. You want to close your business, start your business. Now is the time because crises are always catalysts which crystallize thinking. They present a threat and they present opportunities, usually in equal measure. The situation itself is therefore inherently neutral how you respond to it and interpret it is entirely up to you. And what I think we should all be doing now is keeping the main thing the main thing. Keep on moving in the direction you want your life to go, regardless of anything else that's external to you. Don't sit there with your thumb up your backside and your brain neutral because you'll become becalmed like a sailboat on a still day. Grab yourself a paddle and start bloody paddling remember in the background the crisis is eliminating your competitors it's disrupting the old and familiar way of doing things people are innovating and the way we do things is irrevocably changing and a lot of what got you this far won't get you much further as i said the situation presents threats and opportunities to all of us we know what's happening, but we will decide for ourselves as businesses and as individuals in the teaching and tutoring game and in life, how it all goes down for us. I truly believe that by taking consistent daily action, not making excuses for ourselves, by educating ourselves and caring for ourselves and those around us, we can not only survive this bizarre situation, but... When sanity returns and the whipped-up hysteria dies away, we can be better equipped to face the future and to build a better business for ourselves. Honestly, guys, in the end, it's up to us. Nobody's coming to the rescue 
it's all down to us. So get busy and let me know how you get on and what you think. Let me know how you're coping with the restrictions and the changes foisted upon you. Because I'm listening. I'm here to learn as well as talk. And I'm really interested in how you and I can make our tutoring and coaching businesses work better for us. And because I realise I don't have all the answers. Maybe you've got some answers and you can help me. So I'd love your input, guys. It's always great to hear from you. Get in touch. And uh, as always, it's info at neilcarmido.com. And you can find me on Twitter where I am at Tudor Podcast. Hit the subscribe button for the Tudor Podcast and get the latest updates as soon as they're live. And please leave a, a review, preferably positive and glowing. Right, that about wraps it up for today. I'm teaching again very shortly, so join me next time on the Tudor Podcast, where it's all about how to start, grow and love your tutoring business, regardless of external circumstances. Now, get on with it and have a fabulous day. See you soon. Bye bye. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.